0: This is episode 10 of Back to Normal. It's September 1st, 2020. So let's get started. Okay, we made it to double digits. This is episode 10. And as I kind of teased a little bit yesterday, uh, I'm going to, I, I, I think for now, um, I'm going to use every 10th episode as kind of a more personal episode um, giving a little bit of backstory on myself just to give some context for where i'm coming from uh in giving the other nine episodes in between we'll see we'll see how that frequency goes um i'm realizing quickly doing a daily episode um just how how fast things count up and though i have no shortage of material for future episodes um, i'm actually starting to flesh out some future ones as we speak um, over the last couple of days um but i think going into a little bit of my backstory and how I got to where I am now. um, It would be interesting. And uh, so we're going to take that opportunity with this nice round number to do that for the first time here. Um, So a little bit of backstory on myself. I right now, um, I work at a, a government organization called NSERC. Uh, that's the natural sciences and engineering research council. And, uh, I work on our discovery grants programs and, Um, it's, it's been, I guess it's been seven years now, no, eight years, seven or eight years, let's say seven, seven and a half. And, uh, that means I started back in, well, I did start back in January of 2013, uh, at Edstark for the first time. I was in a completely different part of the organization and, um, that was almost straight out of school. That was about 10 months or so after I graduated from, uh, from the university of Ottawa, now, because of the way my brain works, I tend to have very few memories of things that happened in not the recent past, but like after 10 years or so, my memory is just like pfft, if I if I'm not using that information, it is gone. And so I have, I have vague memories of what I have done before that. But like most of my lived experiences, the memories that I have from day to day are coming from my time since I started at NSERC um so i'll 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 go right to the beginning now and then tell you kind of in in broad strokes how i got to where i am so i was actually born in ontario in scarborough um, but i moved with my family to calgary um, when i was 24 days old so i have obviously literally no memories of any of that Um, my entire memory of growing up is in calgary and um yeah it, it calgary to me was as, I, as it turned out, a very boring city, I didn't really, I'm sure there's, I mean, I know there's a million, there's more than a million people there that obviously have things to do and, and don't find it boring. But um, just the way my life turned out, I just found it kind of, um, the, the city itself didn't really present anything interesting to me. And so by the time I finished high school, I just thought, um, you know, I need to experience something else. I need to kind of forge out f- with the life on my own. And that led me to um, university fairs where I started exploring my options and um, two of the things two of the places that I was uh, kind of looking at going that like seriously looking at going were the University of Ottawa and then the University of Alberta in Edmonton. and the first one that I the first on my list was the University of Ottawa. Um, Ontario has this system where you can apply to for for one, Kind of uh, entrance fee, one application fee. You can apply to three different universities, and and then potentially three different programs at those universities. And so I decided because I have I had no idea what I was doing, and I kind of picked. I wanted to go to the University of Ottawa. I picked three programs rather than pick going picking three different universities like everybody else who came from Ontario did and knew the system better. Um, I just picked three programs, three different programs at the University of Ottawa, and um, yeah. Looking back in retrospect, everybody gets into university. Their their entrance standards aren't really that high, and they tempt you with, uh, they tempt you with scholarships for the first year because they, if you make it through the first year, you're going to keep coming back, and then you're not going to have scholarships, and um, you're going to end up paying a lot more, and. Um, that's definitely what happened to me. If I had to do it again, I don't know. I I feel like I would still want to go to university, but I would definitely, I would definitely take it more seriously. Um, mostly because I would want to not, not that I would want to take my program more seriously, but that I would be more willing to branch out more and figure out what my interests are. I was kind of up until I started graduate school in, like my fifth year of university, I was kind of focused on this narrow path towards chemistry. Chemistry was the major that I ended up taking. And uh, yeah, I, I liked chemistry. I still like it. But um, one of the things that ended up happening was I didn't really figure out what I wanted to do in university. I just figured out what I didn't want to do. And what I didn't want to do is the path is continue on the path that I was down. Um, yeah, chemistry labs were just really competitive places, and I don't really flourish well in a in an environment where it's like a, it's a zero sum game between people who are supposed to be colleagues, and that's kind of what what um, what academia turned out to be. And so I figured I I don't want to do this, um, but we'll see. We would kind of f- figure out what I did want to do um, over time, and and as I finished that degree I ended up finishing a master's um, just basically to get enough credits and write my thesis and go. Um, again, it's not that I wasn't necessarily good at it. I wasn't I wouldn't say I was great at it, but it wasn't that I wasn't good at it because I was able to finish up my research and and get done. I didn't necessarily quit. I just decided I was done and wrapped it up. Um, but I did figure out that I really liked in the course of doing my university degree, I figured out that I really loved technology. And one of the ways that I figured that out was because when you, when you don't invest in something like 2006 is when I started university and basically I figured out that, um, my, as 2006 rolled around, everybody basically had a laptop, like to go to, that was like one of the first few years that you really needed a laptop or everyone started getting laptops at least when they went to school. And my laptops that I had through university were lasting me like a year, maybe a year and a half, but I really liked certain aspects of them. And so I started building this list in my mind of things that I really loved about technology and things that I wanted to be in my next laptop and like ways that you can make a laptop last a really long time and, and all of this and came to realize that one of the things that I really, really love is figuring out technology and how it works and how, like what the best possible technology um is and how you can use it properly and all that stuff and so coming out of university when i was still trying to figure that out i um i ended up working at a computer store an electronic store called canada computers um i worked there for about six months after i graduated and that was mostly just you know it was a source of income and it was something that i really enjoyed and i didn't necessarily love i don't love the sales aspect of it like i wasn't we had commissions but i i was never really a salesperson i was more gaining experience and interest in learning about how the different pieces of technology work, applying what I did know to figure out and learn more. And and I ended up my, like I said, because I didn't really like the sales thing, I was learning a lot and I was helping people that came into the store, figure out what they needed. But um, I ended up basically carving out a niche for myself, not as a salesperson, but as a merchandiser. So kind of organizing the store, figuring out where things could go to best be able to visualize um, where they where they are and where they go. And so that was a really, that was a really fun thing for me, but I decided after about six months, like I can either go down the path where I'm working here for a long time, or I can kind of take what I've learned and what I've given to the store and and kind of say, okay, that's enough for me. That's it right now. I need to do something else. And so I decided to do something else, but at the time I wasn't really sure what that was. And it ended up being, um, job hunting which is unfortunate um but that's sometimes kind of the way things are so from that was about June um of that year until December and in, I think it was November maybe or December um that I that I from that in that six months or so that six or seven months I was kind of pounding the pavement working doing kind of short-term stints through job placement agencies and um you know that's that's the kind of thing where they call you in and you have like a couple days to maybe a couple weeks of work usually you're not paid particularly well during those um those brief things but it did get me in the door it got me a little bit of government experience and um because Ottawa is a government town that's that's a good thing to have if if you want to stay here which i did and yeah, so i was working kind of those brief things in the government and then that kind of brings us that was the the end of 2012 and that kind of brings us nicely into the beginning of 2013 and in january of 2013 um that was when i got my first term so yeah government you basically splits things into terms um until you have a permanent job and so my first term was just two months at NSERC. And it was just basically extra money they had left over for a, for a project. And so I was, I was part of that project. And at the end of that two months, basically said, okay, we don't have any more money. So it was nice having you, but we, you know, sorry, we can't um, extend your contract. And, but I think in that two months, word got around that, you know, I was, <laughs> as much as the government really likes talented people, and, I, and there are a lot of talented people I work with, Sometimes what, what you need in the government is like a body to fill a chair. And as it turned out, so after that was, that was the end of March was the end of my term, um, by the beginning of May. So after about a month of, of unemployment for me, um, I was contacted by a different team at EnCIRC, and they needed somebody cause their program assistant was leaving to go to a different, um, a different part of EnCIRC, And, um, so they, they offered me another term. And this was rather than being a special project, this um, position was one that continued like it was it was a program assistant. So it was you're running a program on an ongoing basis. And what I've learned now is that if you have a job like that, unless you royally screw everything up, you can keep it like they're just going to keep you there. Um, Eventually, you have to compete for that job to get to get in permanently. Like you could just keep renewing and renewing and renewing um, until they force you to compete. Which is usually I think about a year 18 months maybe if you really stretch it Um, but for me rather than doing that I ended up not um, I I did that job fine but um, a couple of the people there weren't my favorite and so rather than sticking around in this job that was I think kind of too easy for me I ended up going back to the original team I ended up um, they had another special project that I could work on so I went back to the original team that I'd worked for And, um, again, because it was a special project that money ran out as well. And, um, so at that point I spent about four months working at department of national defense, just as a technical writer, um, that gave me a bunch of skills with word and, um, you know, formatting documents, which was a really, really useful skill to have. And something I still use to this day to make all of our documents at NSERC look, uh, look nice. And so I really appreciate having those skills. Um, so when I was brought back, so I said, like I said, I worked about four months at DND and then came back to NSERC through another third team. Um, that you know, kind of through the grapevine, you hear about people who who were good at NSERC. Again, sometimes you need a warm body in a chair. So um, they brought me back in and ended up working about a year for that team before um, going to the team similar spot to the team where I am now and um yeah it's it's been a long journey with several different jobs at NSERC but I've I've really settled into where I am now which is a really nice niche for me of um a spot where I get to do a lot of programming right now because we're in lockdown and everyone's having to uh, not lockdown, down I guess anymore right now we're in um, work from home permanently for the time being and So we're having to figure out ways to deliver on our programs, which include usually in-person competitions, bringing people in. So we're having to figure out ways to run that competition in the winter without having anybody here, which means a lot of learning for a lot of people. But for me, it's mostly applying the knowledge that I already have to be able to figure out solutions. So I'm kind of on the forefront of that, um, the group figuring that out, which is a really fun experience for me because it's kind of what I've been doing my whole life, just applied to my professional life. And... Yeah. So that's basically where I am now. Um, I've been spending the last three or four months figuring out how we're going to do this competition. And uh, yeah, we're at the normal length of an episode now, and I feel like we're at a pretty good spot. That was um, we covered the notes that I wanted to do for this first one. Um, so in future personal episodes, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more of myself and more about what I do at NSERC. But I think that's a pretty good intro- introduction. So I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, Really hope you enjoyed that episode, getting to know me a little better. Um, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you tomorrow in the next one. All right, bye.